think about wine. I think about wine. I think about, I think about wine. I think about wine. I think about wine. I think about, I think about wine. Hey, what's thinking about? I don't know. I think about wine. I think about wine. I think about wine. I think about wine. I think about I think about wine. I think about wine and wine and I think about some wine and more wine. I think about I think about wine. Wine, 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 and wine, 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 and more wine, wine, and I think about wine. I think about wine. Wine. Hey, listeners. Um. I did my first uh, feature set that I've done since I came back to comedy. Uh, I had two shows on Saturday night, and uh, it's a really big deal for me. I'm very excited, and the shows went really well, and I got an okay audio recording. It's not the best, but uh, it's not not terrible. Um, so I'm just going to put it up, and yeah, hopefully you like it. All right, thanks. Ken, a close friend of mine, we started in comedy together at the same time. He's one of my best friends in the world, and I'm excited to have him here performing for y'all tonight. Give it up for Mr. Will Cardoza. Yeah. today and uh here's the story my parents actually intended to name me it was the same pronunciation but it was l-e-a-l which is an english name that means loyal and faithful which actually as it turns out would have been a great name for me the problem is my parents are hippies and they decided to have a bullshit hippie home birth <laughs> i really quickly just said like so we're all on the same page because uh, uh, you know maybe everybody doesn't have the same idea what a hippie is what i mean is that i've seen both of my parents nude more than 10 times in my life. Yeah. We're not talking just like accidental walked into the bathroom that many times. Talking every single hot springs trip my entire childhood. And just pull up to the hot springs and just, everybody naked, run, children, be free! So that's... Like I could, I could, I could describe my parents' naked bodies to a police sketch artist. <laughs> and as if having seen it live that many times wasn't bad enough, my dad's also an artist. Yeah. Oh no. He's a painter. He's painted new portraits. Plural of my mother. <laughs> some of which have hung in my house at various points during my childhood. And I don't know if you know this, but when you're in a room with a nude portrait of your own mother, the nipple will follow you like Jesus' eyes. So that's what I mean by hippies. So, 
and they decided to have this bullshit hippie home birth. And I'm not anti-home birth, it's just that they had enlisted the services of this useless hippie midwife who straight up just wouldn't tell my mom to push. Just be like, oh, he'll come out when he's ready, let's light another candle. Yeah. Thanks, Moonbeam. So, so my poor tiny mother is in labor for 22 hours trying to shove this gigantic head out of her tiny little body. And after 22 hours, they finally came to their senses and they went to the hospital. And at the hospital, I was born after like an hour and a half because the doctors at the hospital have other shit to do. Moonbeam didn't have any other pressing engagements. That was why she was not in a hurry. So the problem was they didn't bring a written copy of the name they had chosen for their firstborn child. So they just guessed. And so for the longest time, I assumed there couldn't possibly be anybody else out there with my name because it's a typo. But then I got to college and there was somebody else in my dorm named Leel, L-E-I-L, exactly like mine, and she <laughs> was from Egypt. <laughs> Turns out my parents gave me an Arabic girl's name. <laughs> and that is the story of how I ended up on the terror watch list. <laughs> I, uh, okay. uh, I want to tell you guys another story. Um, this is an article I read about this stuff. Uh, it is the most expensive coffee in the world. It's called Kobe Luwak. Has anybody heard of this? Okay. You guys can verify. I'm not making this up. Most expensive coffee in the world. It costs like $100 a pound. It's from the Java Islands. Kobe is the local word for coffee. Luwak is the name of an animal. It's like a tree-dwelling cat that lives on the coffee plantations. Why did they name the coffee after the Luwak? Thank you for asking, because the first step in the processing of this coffee is that it has to pass through the Luwak's digestive system. Yes, that is gross. So the Luwak eats the fresh coffee cherries, it poops it out, they hopefully wash it, and then they sell it for like $100 a pound. So I had questions. First question, who is the cheap asshole coffee plantation owner who's like out surveying his property one day and he sees a little, what is that? Turd full of coffee beans there. That's still good. Somebody. Somebody wash that off, please. I got an idea. Second, I, I found out that apparently there are people boycotting Kobe Luwak um, on humanitarian grounds or on animal rights grounds because they're now keeping these animals in these tiny cages to harvest their coffee poop. And my question here is, why did the animal rights thing even have to become part of the argument? Couldn't we have just boycotted this on disgustingness grounds? <laughs> But the good news is I think I figured out a way to sell corn for $100 a pound. 
from the length of that poop joke that I'm a single man. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I am. I've been single for a while now. I've actually started uh, going with fully celibate. I'm completely celibate. Celibate is a word that you use to make people think that uh, not getting laid is a choice. <laughs> what I use that for. I'm uh, getting paranoid. Like I've been, you know, I've been, it's, it's been a really good time for like personal growth. You know, I realized after a little while out of being single that you know maybe uh, I could do some self-improving. Uh, like one night, uh, it was a Monday. It was about nine o'clock, uh, and I was sitting in the hammock that I keep in my office in my home. Yes, I have an indoor hammock, and uh, and I had just finished. Uh, binge watching Broad City for the third hour in a row, and I was covered in popcorn dust. And uh, I thought maybe this isn't the best way to bring the girls to the yard. Maybe, maybe I need to work on my shit. Getting worried now that I've been single like too long that I don't know how to like go about dating people. I'm also like I'm paranoid about myself because it's just me and a cat and a dog in my house. And I talk to my pets out loud in English way too often to be <laughs> like a mentally healthy person. This happened, this is absolutely true. My, uh, my cat goes out the dog door in the morning to go to the bathroom. She comes back in, when she comes back in, she starts meowing. I take that meowing to be her trying to figure out where I am. So out loud with no other human beings in the house at 7.30 in the morning, I said, I'm in the bedroom, where the fuck else would I be? <laughs> that's, that's not a good place to be mentally. I'm worried about, uh, worried about getting back into the dating pool with the, uh, worried about my potential, you know, performance. I, um, I've just been uh, crunching the numbers by myself for a while now. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, not trying to brag, you guys, but uh, I get shit done really fast. <laughs> I do. That means one of two things. It either means that my sexual stamina has gone straight into the toilet, or, or, it could mean that I give the best hand jobs in the world. <laughs> Gentlemen. Sucks. Internet dating sucks. The worst. Internet dating. Internet dating is like a job interview, except you don't know what the job is, whether or not you're qualified, what the hours are, what the pay is, whether you even want the job, or more importantly, whether the last person who had that job fucked everything up. <laughs> I think uh, Tinder is probably the worst one. Uh, you know, Tinder. Like for for guys. 
Uh, it's mostly just spam bots. It's like 90% just fake profiles that are just trying to con you and get you to go, go to a website and put your credit card information in or something. It's like walking into a room full of 100 women and 90 of them immediately walk up to you and they're like, hey, big boy, do you want to enter your credit card information now to see my vagina? This seems legit. So, um, for, for ladies, from what I hear, it's worse. Uh, ladies, let me know if this is correct, because uh, from what I've heard, basically the woman experience on Tinder is basically like being in a room full of 100 guys, and every single one of them is just like <sighs> Do you want to see it? two favorite parts about that joke. My first favorite part is making uncomfortable eye contact with a guy in the front row for as long as possible. That's just for me, that just makes me smile. That's, that's all for me. My second is I did that joke one time and there was a guy sitting right down front and he was about 60 years old and I looked at him and I said, do you want to see it? He goes, yeah. And then, Unprompted, he goes, I was in the Navy for eight years. <laughs> I just learned something new about the Navy. <laughs> Did not know that shit. He's in the Army. Oh, okay. So he probably would have said yeah, too. Um, <laughs> What I don't like about that joke, somebody had to point out to me, was that uh, the joke's actually kind of inaccurate because I asked permission before sending the picture. Uh, not the way it goes, is it, ladies? Not as much? Yeah. Everybody, yeah. But did, did you, guys, did you hear all the women get sad just now? Yeah, that's because most of the women in this room have gotten a picture of a penis they didn't want. Stop doing that. Stop sending pictures of your penis to people who don't want them. If you don't know whether or not somebody wants to see a picture of your penis, they don't. You'll know if they do. I'm not saying don't send pictures of your penis. Absolutely send pictures of your penis when somebody asks. Any person in my phone right now could text me and ask me for a picture of my penis and I would oblige. I might take some time deciding what kind of a picture of my penis it was gonna be. Am I gonna do the full show? Am I gonna maybe get a Sharpie marker and draw a little hat and a face? Some arms on it? Draw my balls up to look like luggage and then get a get a little backdrop for behind it to make it look like my penis is hitchhiking through the American Southwest. I might do that. But if you ask me for a picture of my penis, I will definitely send you one. That is my policy. I guarantee it. Right, thanks for going with me on that. That was such a stupid concept. Um, where was I? I lost my place. Um, so one of the difficult things about uh, being single for me is uh, I've always wanted to have kids. 
And you know, I've got a couple of nieces and nephews. I really love them. I love interacting with kids. But the problem is I'm getting old enough now that the women who are old enough for me to date them are also old enough that they will not get pregnant by accident. <laughs> and that's probably gonna be the way it has to happen for me if it's gonna happen at all. Just not beat myself up, that's just the reality of the situation. Because in order for me to have a child on purpose, that means a woman has to look at this look at a man who looks like, maybe what I did this afternoon was get high and then go walk around campus with my dog and pretend to be a visiting professor. <laughs> you don't know that I didn't do that today. She's gotta look at this and be like, yeah, I wanna make more of that guy. <laughs> when you're not looking, you'll just, you know, be out there in the world, you'll just bump into somebody like at the grocery store. Did you just say the fucking grocery store? I can't go talk to a strange woman that I don't know at the grocery store? Are you insane? Just imagine, ladies, just imagine with me really quick. Let's go on a little imagination journey. You're at the grocery store, in the frozen foods. This walks up to you. And I'm like, hey. How's it going? See, so you're uh, looking at the frozen pizzas there. And yeah, I'm lonely too. <laughs> Not a good look. Not. One thing that makes me feel better about being single is having so many uh, couple friends. Because I get to, um, what's the, uh, uh, watch them be awful to each other all the time. Did you, couples, did you guys know that you all do that? You do. Um, and I get drawn into their fights. Couples, like by the time a couple has been together for probably, I'm gonna say like two or three years is the maximum. You've had every fight you're ever gonna have. Okay, you just keep bringing them back out. You just keep them like it's a, it's a little recipe box that you keep in the kitchen. When it's time for a fight, you just <laughs> Oh. Yeah, huh? let's have this one tonight. Yeah, this is, um, this is your mother asks too many questions about our finances. That one's always fun. You remember last time we did this one, you slept in the car. Do yeah. that. And then I, as the one single person they know, I get drawn into their fights to be like the tiebreaker, because you can't bring another couple into your couple fight, because they'll just split off, and there's no, it's a zero-sum game, because you just get, like, nobody, nobody gains one. You gotta be, one person in the marriage has to gain a person on their side in order to win the marriage. And so, I'll go over to a friend's house. Just, like, I'm just trying to say something nice. I don't even actually care about what I'm saying. I'm just trying to say a nice thing because they're having me over to their home and I'm like, hey, 
cool end table. And he's like, yeah, 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 it is, right? It is, right? It is, right? Yeah, 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 it is. Remember you said that. Hang on a second. Honey, come down here. Just remember you said that. Just maybe say it over a couple of times. Just practice it because you're just going to just, just remember what you just said because I want you to tell her when she gets down here. Honey, Leo wants to tell you something about the end table. Just, yeah, just remember you said that. Just, you know, just say it again. When she comes down here, tell her what you just said. Just, just say that same thing that you just said to me. Just say that to her when she comes down here. And then she walks in just like. Vaginas, right, in this area, that's, that's the thing I like, I miss that. And real quick, uh, big fuck you to any men who uh, think it's still funny to make jokes about the way vaginas smell. I think that uh, you're a guy who thinks it's funny to make jokes about how vaginas smell. You shouldn't get to touch any vaginas. I think that's, I think that's a fair rule. If you're a guy who thinks it's funny to make jokes about how vaginas smell, you need to get a big long whip of your own balls because because <laughs> they're not good. No, that's a fact. All of our bodies are disgusting. Most of the things our bodies are doing right now is disgusting. If you don't believe me, let me prove it to you. Go on a little imagination journey with me again. Think of the best meal you've ever had in your life. This could be, be something you've already eaten or just something you imagine, like no holds barred, you can eat whatever you want. What is the best meal you can imagine, the best meal you've ever had, and I'll tell you mine. It was about a year ago. I was in Croatia. I was on the Adriatic coast. There is, uh, there's this little restaurant on the beach within sight of where these fishermen, these little like single motor dinghy things are coming in with fish and clams and oysters and all kinds of shit, loading into the back of the restaurant and they're bringing it out the front of the restaurant like the freshest seafood I've ever had in my life, one of the hands down, one of the most amazing meals I've ever had. And my body took all of that amazing food and turned all of it into not just something disgusting, into the benchmark for disgustingness. The one thing that you use as a measuring stick for how disgusting something else is. How bad does it smell? It smells like shit. That tastes like shit. That tastes worse than shit. But it's always relative to shit. So that's why our bodies are disgusting. It's because we make poop. Um, but no, I seriously, like, I don't think that we should be, you know, shaming ourselves the, because of the way that our bodies smell when it comes to sexuality, you know? Like, we should be embracing it. We should, like, I don't like 
the way that there's this whole kind of like, you know, ad campaign telling women that they need to like cover up or get rid of like their smells, because I think there's a very important evolutionary reason for the, re for the way that vaginas smell. So not only do I think that we should not be trying to get rid of that smell, I think we should be trying to replicate it. I think if the good people at Blade, Airwick, and Wizard come in, harness that smell, and if you're not with me yet, let me give you a scenario. Imagine you're in college, one of your buddies comes over, he's like, hey man, do you want to study for that calculus? Dude, did you just get laid, like, right now? <laughs> no, man, uh, late plug-in. <laughs> Stays fresh for seven days. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, what, what else do I want to do? I've got a little bit of time left. Um, yeah, let's... I, uh... My dad was a comedian when I was a kid. And uh, so now that I'm an adult, he likes to try and help <laughs> by uh, leaving me voicemails of jokes that he's thought of. So I'll get a message from him and be like, Leo, it's your dad! Because he has to identify himself. <laughs> As if there's anybody else in the world whose voice sounds exactly like mine, but louder, you know? And then he'll leave me a little preview of the joke that he thought of, so it'll be like, call me back, and when you call, remind me of the funny thing I thought of about the Home Depot. <laughs> so this is gonna be gold. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm like, yeah, Dad, what's, uh, what's the Home Depot thing? Oh, yeah, so, I'm leaving the house today to go to the Home Depot, and your mother asked me where I'm going. And I said, the Home Depot. <laughs> And she says, well, what's at the Home Depot? And I said, building supplies. <laughs> and she says, well, I know what's at the Home Depot, but why are you going there? And I said, none of your fucking business. <laughs> Dad. Saying it. 
That's how that joke works. Uh, only do one thing. I had a uh, got into a fight with somebody on the internet recently because I use my time wisely. <laughs> That's the way to win hearts and minds. Just arguing with strangers on the internet. This guy. Um, I don't remember how the fight started, but it ended um, because he was trying to hurt my feelings by calling me a social justice warrior. And I can't understand anybody using social justice warrior as an insult. First of all, it's got warrior right in there. <laughs> Anything with warrior at the end is automatically awesome. Like, you can call me a speed masturbation warrior and I'd still be like, yeah, yeah. I'm really good at that. Thank you. I practice a lot. So. Uh, but I just couldn't, and, and furthermore, I feel like social justice warrior is giving me a lot more credit than I deserve. Like, I'm more of a, like a social justice retweeter. That's about my <laughs> level of contribution, about it. But I just couldn't stop. I just imagine this guy's voice in my head. He's like, you social justice warriors, I, like all you want is social justice, right? Like you just want everything to be fair. Well, guess what, Snowflake, the world ain't fair. World ain't never been fair, world ain't never gonna be fair, so where's it even say the world's supposed to be fair, right? Like, where's it say that, like, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all people are created equal, and that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, and among those rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Where's that even written? All right, thank you guys. I think about wine. I think about wine. I think about. I think about wine. I think about wine. I think about wine. I think about. I think about wine. Hey, what you thinking about? I don't know. I think about wine. I think about wine. I think about wine. I think about. I think about. I think about wine. I think about wine and wine and I think about some wine and more wine. I think about, I think about wine. Wine, 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 and wine, 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 and more wine, wine, and I think about wine.